Hello, friends. This is Pastor David G. Grogan, Sr. I'm the senior pastor of Sojourner Life Ministries and the voice behind Finnis' Javelin. In today's episode, you will join us in progress online during the coronavirus shut-in as we deal with the subject matter, the coming of power. Jesus Christ promised us that he would send us another comforter, the Holy Spirit, that would keep us and give us the power that we would need to be involved in the Great Commission in the worldwide campaign as witnesses for Jesus Christ. So with that, as we go into this message today, I pray that you will be inspired at the end to understand that you are not in this warfare alone, that you have the Holy Ghost power if you have given your life to Christ. God bless you and enjoy yourself. Amen. Um, today, as we go into our, our, our the Word of God, um, and I'm asking you turn your Bibles to uh, turn your Bibles to the Book of Acts, um, the very first chapter. Amen. 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 Acts, the very first chapter. We're gonna go into the Word. We're gonna um, spend some time in this book. You know, we celebrated y'all. The Lord blessed us to celebrate on the the past Sundays. He blessed us to celebrate the. Palm Sunday, he blessed us to be able to celebrate um, Resurrection Sunday, you know, and to be able to do it, you know, online, but the beauty of it is that even though we were online, we we're knit together by the Spirit of the Living God, y'all, and so, you know, today, we're going to deal with that because now that we have celebrated the Resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, it was after that time, y'all, that the new pivotal dispensation came in. Okay, a new pivotal time came to be, and that's what we're gonna. That's what we're, that's what we're gonna be doing. We're gonna be dealing with that on today. Amen. And and um and so once again, if we turn your 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 books, your Bibles, we're gonna go to Acts, the first chapter. I'm gonna read the um, first eleven verses. And out of the 11 verses, um, on the the eighth verse, when we get to the eighth verse, I'm going to ask that you will, y'all will read the eighth verse with me. Amen? Mm -hmm. uh, just, mm -hmm. let's, let's, let's share that eighth verse together. But we're going to, I'm going to read one through seven. We'll read eight together, and then I'll finish off the, the last the last uh, few verses. And then we're going to go into the text, the, 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 the title of the uh, of the message today is going to be uh, the coming of power. The coming of power. Amen. 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 And I'll tell you something, <laughs> y'all. The, the most loving and powerful people on the face of the earth, bar none. That's who we are. Amen. <laughs> That's who the saints of God are. Even look, even in, in, in what sometimes can seem to be small numbers, that's who we are still. Yes. Uh, and so you know, and we and we and we, and we got to thank God because of how He made that possible. Yes, amen. For us to be. So once again, um, I'm start uh, Acts the first chapter, starting at verse number one. We get to verse eight. Let's read it together. The former treatise have I made. O Theophilus, of all that all that Jesus began both to do and teach, until the day in which he was taken up, 
After that, he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Verse number four. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. Which said he, he hath heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, Wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. Let's read together. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come unto you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea, in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Come on. And when he had spoken these things while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have been as ye, as ye have seen him go into heaven. Amen. Hey. Amen. Amen. And the Lord and a blessing to the reading of the word. Father, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for your holy scripture. Yes. We thank you, Lord God, for the reading. And Lord, we ask in Jesus' name, Lord God, would you will uh, tender our hearts and open our ears and our minds that we will receive from you today that that we will apply to our lives. Lord God, that we will live how you would have us to do in this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Amen. As we go on, y'all, this uh, the coming of power. Um, and that, that key verse... Uh, Jesus Christ was speaking in that key verse. If you have red letter edition, you know that the word of God said that Jesus Christ said, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come unto you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Y'all, I want to um, offer a first uh, a couple of objective questions, amen, that will help us kind of look at the text. Uh, uh, first off, uh, what prepares us for the Great Commission, amen? Uh, uh, the, and and in, in the text, on, the, on my sidebar in the text, it, it calls this particular time that Jesus Christ was speaking to his apostles, he called it the, the worldwide campaign. Amen? So what prepares us for this great commission, the worldwide campaign? Um, like, the, like those apostles who have been called uh, to this great 
commission. So what, what prepares us for that? You know, in, in Matthew 28, 18 to 20, it talks about the, 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 uh, uh, the great commission. You know, Matthew 18, 28th chapter, verse 18 through 21, it talks about the great commission that Jesus Christ gave uh, the disciples when they were with him. And question number two is, can we be witnesses without this preparation? Can we be witnesses without this preparation? You know, and, 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 and for those of us uh, that know, that understand, we know that we can't be witnesses without the preparation. So the thing is, we need to understand the preparation, Eric. Understand how important this preparation is. And, you know, we're looking at, you know, the way I'm speaking, you would think of this preparation as being a... Um, as being a a, a a verb, as a, a, a action word, but in reality, we know that this preparation is a noun. It's a it's it's Jesus. It's the Spirit of the Living God. So so this preparation that we have to that we have to be that we have to take in it, it only it can only come from God. Amen. So so prior to Jesus prior to Jesus's crucifixion, he told the disciples. In John 16 and 7, he said, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. So Jesus Christ spoke to the disciples. He let them know in ahead of time that he had to go. You know, that's why he had to get on Peter so hard and tell Peter to get thee behind me, Satan, for you savor not the things of God but the things of this world. Because Peter didn't want, he felt as though Jesus Christ, where Jesus Christ, you don't have to go anywhere. Why do you have to leave? We need. I need you here. And it was more of a personal thing for, for Peter. Peter, I, I need you here with me to help me, to keep me strong because, you know, you're, 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 the, you're the king that's going to come and take and, and put these people under our foot. Amen? But Jesus Christ had to let them know, no, it was expedient for you that I do go away. Because you know, it's amazing how we can be in a time we look, we can be short-sighted. And that's everybody can be short-sighted. We don't think about the the decades to come, the centuries to come. Uh, we don't think about the fact that how how the things that are taking place in our time, they're not always gonna be that way. But because of the omniscience of God. His all-knowing, he knew what needed to take place. Yes. He knew that, that because of the fall, he knew that Christ had to come. He knew that, that humanity wasn't going to be able to uh, uphold the, 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 the uh, 600 laws, 600 plus laws in the Old Testament. And he knew that even after grace and truth, that humanity still wasn't going to be able to uphold and, and do what he had in the best of his heart for them to do. Okay? So 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 he had already prepared way before this time he had already prepared what was gonna have to take place. So when Jesus Christ spoke to them and told him, No, it, it nevertheless, it, it, I, I tell you the truth. And you know what the word of God says that you shall know the truth, the truth will make you free. So when Jesus Christ spoke these words, he's he was telling them the truth. God can't lie. Jesus Christ didn't lie. So when he told them that it was expedient for him to go away. Uh, go away. Uh, he said, for if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. So Jesus Christ 
went to sit on the right, right hand of the throne of, of, of glory, and he sent the Holy Spirit. So now as we get into, you know, the text for today, Luke speaks to us uh, how, after the resurrection, that Christ remained 40 days prior to his ascension. So this was Luke talking to Theopolis, and he was telling, you know, um, uh, you know, we know Luke, Luke was, a, was a physician, and he was talking to um, talking to Theopolis about about what happened, about how God, you know, um, was crucified. He was given the gospel. He was speaking about how God and how Jesus Christ was super, uh, was crucified, and uh, and now how, but after the crucifixion, crucifixion. He was resurrected. So during Christ, uh, uh, after the resurrection, it says that Christ remained 40 days. And you can see that in, in our in, in the text, mm -hmm. yeah. that Christ remained uh, 40 days, uh, made himself uh, 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 seen by many in those 40 days. It says, and, renders, and, and so Christ remained 40 days prior to his ascension. And then he renders to the apostles whom he had chosen the last of the last commission, and then also the promise of spiritual equipment for a worldwide campaign. So when Jesus, so, so so when Jesus Christ spoke to the apostles and he let them know before he ascended, he let them know, "I'm gonna, yeah, look, don't you look, y'all saints out there, don't worry, because you're gonna have all that you need to be great witnesses for me." You can have all you, you can have all you need because this thing just doesn't happen in your neighborhood. It just doesn't happen in your city or in your state or in your on your continent. Mm -hmm. This is a worldwide campaign. You know, and I don't know. It is. It, 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 I would think it would be so exciting to everybody to realize that God. God, the God that created the heavens and the earth and all that dwells within, that he allows his creation, his humanity to, humanity, to be involved in this worldwide campaign yes. to, uh, to uh, bring people back yes. into fellowship with him. Yes. Look, he, he, he wants us to be a part of that. Yes. He wants us to be a part. What a privilege it is to be able to be a part of this worldwide campaign. Yes. And so, you know, so and then so after Jesus had spoke these words, uh, he, he then ascended into heaven. You know, he then ascended into heaven, and and those two angels they asked the men when they said, you know, why do you sit here gazing into the heavens? Because the same way that you saw G G Jesus Christ the Savior rise, yes. the same way he's gonna come back. Yes. See how many people? How many people? First off, don't believe in God at all. And that's unfortunate. But then how many people that are in the church have become those scoffers? Christ hadn't come yet, so they have become scoffers, and now they're getting uh, weary in well-doing. You know, the Word of God says, what, be not weary in well-doing, right? For in due season ye shall reap if you faint not. And so, God knew God the Son knew that if he didn't look if he didn't give us a power source that we in this flesh would get weary yes in waiting on him we'll get weary in well-doing uh, we'll get weary out of lack of understanding and lack of knowledge we'll get weary to the point to where we will 
no longer, y'all, be useful yes. as witnesses to the glory of God and to the resurrection of Jesus yes. Christ. Yes. And, 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 and I think I think a lot of times it, it, it's it's so easy for us to just kind of throw that over our back and say, well, no, I'm fine, I believe. Okay, so you believe. So you believe. So you say, but how good are you? How good are you to, to others out there? How 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 good are you for others that are struggling in their faith? How good are you for those that are that, that are doing everything they can just to hold on to the knot? How good are you to those that don't even believe? Amen. Because listen to me. This flesh that we're in, Lord, help us all to take heed how we stand. Yes. Lest we fall. Lest we become scoffers, weary in well-doing. Lest we get to the point to where we think about it, but, you know, yeah, superficial. Mm -hmm. See, the thing is, is that the one thing I love about y'all is we get this, the Holy Ghost power. Power. For those of you who have had opportunity to, to, uh, uh, to be around power. You know, when I worked on aircraft and I would be on the flight line and I would be in, I worked on engines and I would be in the test cell and in the test cell, they take the engine out of the aircraft, y'all, and they set it, they, they put it on a test bed. It's anchored down. It has an intake source and an exhaust source. But it's in this test cell, y'all, that they can take that engine and they can run that engine up to 100% of its Capability, and it's amazing because when you're in there, and you know when you have your headset on, so you can talk, and you got your earplugs on because it gets loud in there. And when they spool this thing up, y'all, this engine up, you start feeling the air come through the intake, and the air comes through the roof, and it's sucking the air. The engine is sucking the air in, and it whooshes down past you. It's sucked into that engine intake where it meets a compressor that compresses it. Y'all, listen to me, y'all. It compresses it. It compresses the air so tight that the air gets hot. It gets so hot that at the end of the compression stage, it goes into a combustion chamber where fuel is atomized as a spray. It's, it's injected into that hot air, and then there's an igniter, and the igniter pops, and boom, and here comes this explosion. This explosion is so powerful, yet it's, it's, listen to me now, it's contained in a small tube. It only has only one place it can go. It goes out, and when that engine is hooked to the aircraft, it causes what's called propulsion. So it pushes the aircraft down. And then if you're in there and it has a, if the engine that you're working on has an afterburner, once it leaves the initial combustion can, then it goes across another set of another set of blades that compresses it even more, heats it up more, and then behind those blades is more fuel dumped in and another ignition source, and that's where you get your afterburner, thrust augmentation. Now I still have that to say it's because when you're inside that Combustion, when you're inside that test cell, y'all, the ground, <laughs> listen to me, the ground is rumbling. Yeah. You feel the vibration, all that power being held down to the ground where 
the engine can't move. It's not pushing. So all this, and it's just, and, and, the, and, the, and the exhaust comes out as a blue flame. When the afterburner kicks in, you'll see the blue flame, and then you see the hottest of the flame, which is white. You see that in the very center of the, of the exhaust. So all this is going out. It goes out the exhaust. And if you're standing outside, you can see all this heat being injected up into the atmosphere. Oh, my goodness. And the larger the engine, the larger the engine, the more powerful the explosion. The more powerful the explosion, the more weight it can push. The more weight it can push, the more you can put on it. The more you can put on it. And so, and so this, so this Holy Spirit, this Holy Ghost, this dynamic power, dunamis, you know, God has given us, can y'all miss this? The Spirit of the living God abiding in your body. The Spirit of the living God abiding in your human vessel. And I, I think we... We, 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 we read about it, y'all, and we study about it, but it has to become so real. It has to affect us in our spirit and in our mentality so much that we are we give God thanks and praise God. Thank you yes. that you would entrust me Amen. with Amen. your spirit. And listen to me. There's enough of God's spirit to go around. Just because I have some don't mean it gets a little weak. Well, I'm going to give David some spirit, and now, now if I give him some spirit, I might get a little weak, so I I got to kind of meter out who I give it to. No, no, no. Everybody who will believe on Jesus Christ and him crucified receives the Holy Spirit. Okay? So we know that that takes place. We know that we receive the Holy Spirit. So we have in this Holy Spirit this great power. And, and y'all, you know, if you ever get an opportunity to... I remember, I'm going to say this real quick, I, I, I kind of di uh, digress, but I want to, I remember the first time, I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with the SR-71 Blackbird. SR-71 Blackbird was, was, was built and it was developed and built in 1958. The two engines that go, there has two engines that are called, they're called the J-58 turbojet engines. These engines, y'all, were so powerful that when I was at Randolph Air Force Base one day, and I worked on the flight line, and we were doing it. You know, they used to, have, they used to have air shows before the administration decided there wouldn't be no more air shows. But they used to have air shows. And so this SR-71, it came in. It, it was there for the air show, and people walked around. And I'm like everybody else, like a kid in a candy store. Ooh, ah, this thing is beautiful, right? Well, so the day that it was going to take off, we were working on the flight line. And it taxied from the west side, the east side of Randolph Air Force Base, around to the west side where we were on the flight line. It came down, then it lined up. And I'm going to tell you something, y'all. This was crazy. And I, I kid you not. I, I'm not exaggerating. We sat there watching. They because they, they have to go through all their pre-checks before they actually, you know, do it. And to take off, you have to, when an aircraft takes off, it takes off at, it takes off at 100%. 100%. Full, full throttle forward. And if it's got afterburns, it's full afterburn. Well, this J, this uh, SR-71, uh, the Blackbird, if you ever get a chance to kind of look it up, you'll see pictures of it. So the guy, so the pilot in here, he he, 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 he pushed the throttle forward, y'all. <laughs> and when he pushed the throttle forward, and this thing just started breaking rotation, um, not rotating the fly, but when the wheels start turning and it started moving, 
the ground rumbled, y'all, so hard that me and the guys that were out there on the flight line, we dropped down to our knees. It was kind of like, it was like, oh, my goodness, because you didn't expect that type of power. Mm -hmm. Now, so here comes this thing. It shot down, and you can see on the afterburner, you see um, four stages of afterburner. And it, you know there's a stage of afterburner because there's a, a ring. There's a ring for each stage of afterburner. Kicked it in. Y'all, let's see. This thing got down to the to, to it rolled, and when it went nose up, Dickon, this thing went nose up, it went like a rocket straight up into the air. Unbelievable. And we were sitting there with our mouths wide open. Look at this thing, and it disappeared out of sight. And listen, and this is what happened. And we were sitting there, we were sitting there like, man, did you see that? And you were like, that thing must be gone, because we didn't see it. And then all of a sudden, within about four or five minutes, we looked out to the right, and here comes this blackbird. Probably 300, 400 yards off the deck, y'all. And it came past us, and the aircraft, it passed us, got past us, and started climbing again before the sound ever got there. And then here comes the sound. Boom! And that thing went up, and it went up, and it went out of sight. We never saw it again. Y'all listen to me. Just imagine, y'all, that the God that we serve... His power, mm -hmm. right. that SR-71 could never come close yes. to the mm -hmm. power that the God that we serve has. Amen. Can't, can't come close. Can't equal it. Can't, you know, there's nothing that you can do. There's nothing that a man on this earth could do that could build something that's as powerful as the God who endues us for witness, y'all. Oh, my goodness. And we didn't understand that. We didn't understand how great our God is. Yes. Amen. So after the um so after the uh uh, uh the uh, uh the resurrection and the ascension, you know, and God telling them what the, what Jesus telling them what to look for, uh, then came the day of Pentecost. And I want to read and just you, know, you can turn your Bibles with me if you want to. This is Acts. The second chapter, verse one and four, very everybody's very familiar with um, this scripture, and we should be because we should spend time with it. Because y'all, you know, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit—they're one, and you can't have one without the other. And we need to understand all three persons and their mission. Amen. Amen. So, 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 um, Acts the third, twelve, the, the second chapter, verse one through four, the scripture says, "And when the day of Pentecost was come." Uh, they were all with one accord, God bless you, with one accord, one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as a fire, and it sat upon each, each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen? So, it was and is, and is the Holy Ghost power, y'all, that gives us the strength to be witnesses of the gospel of Jesus Christ and his resurrection from the dead. Amen? Note this first thing. Without the Holy Ghost power, we cannot witness when we are in the midst of our own trials and tribulations. Do you realize 
when you are in the midst of your own trials and you are in the midst of your own tribulations, mm -hmm. it becomes increasingly yes. hard for you yes. to witness yes. for God because you're caught yes. between these two situations in your life. Yeah. You want to witness to the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. But then you're going through your own fiery trials. Yes. So listen to me. Jesus knew that was going to take place. He knew that the disciples and us Christians that would come after disciples, he knew what we would be going through in our lives. And so he said, you know what? I'm not going to leave them comfortless. Yes. I'm not going to leave them without the power they need to be able to uh, to be able to uh, deal with multiple, yeah, to deal with the one time task. Mm -hmm. You know, he, God, God made sure that we would be able to deal with more than just one thing at a time, y'all. Yes, amen. And so he sent the, the comforter. So without this Holy Ghost power, we cannot witness. When we are in the midst of our own trials and tribulations, we'll shut down. Yes. The enemy knows what to do, y'all, to get you to shut down. You'll be trying to worship. You'll be trying to praise. You'll be trying to witness to somebody. But your own situations, your own issues will come on you so hard. Satan will lavish them on you. And you will, if you're not careful, you will shut down. Yes. You'll yes. shut down to the point to where you don't even feel. I don't even feel like doing it. I don't feel like That's talking right. anymore. I don't feel like uh, like Jeremiah. You know, yes. I don't feel like witnessing anymore because nobody pays no attention to me, and I got my own situations going yes. on. I'm dealing with my own problems. Yes. But God knew that we would be like that, so He sent the Holy Ghost. Yes, thank you. The power. Yes. To be able to allow us to deal with more than one situation yes. at a time. And two, look, without the Holy Ghost power, we cannot communicate the good news yes. and touch the hearts and minds of people for their edification. Without the Holy Ghost power, we don't have the ability to do that. Mm -hmm. and, and, and listen to me. And I like what it says as we go a little bit further into the second chapter, Acts the second chapter, as we go a little bit further, starting at verse number 5 through verse number 12, the Word of God says, Start at verse number 5, Acts the second chapter, verse number 5. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed, listen to this, they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born? Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, and the dwellers of Mesopotamia, and of Judea, and of Cappadocia, and Pontus, and Asia, Pergia, and Pamphylia. Pamphylia, uh, Pamphylia, in Egypt, and in the parts of the uh, in, in the parts of Libya, about Cyrene, and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, uh, Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues, the wonderful works of God, the wonderful works of God, and they were all amazed, and were in doubt, saying one to another, "What meaneth this?" Listen to me, y'all. God made it possible through the Holy Ghost that we have the ability to speak mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit works through us and we can speak to people that don't even understand the gospel Yes, right. and they'll come to know it. 
Yes. They'll come to understand it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there, there are, there are, there is the gift of tongues. It's a gift. If you, if you desire the gift of, if you feel as though you have to have the gift of tongues, speaking in tongues, in order to prove to you that you are filled with the Holy Spirit, then you ask the, you ask God for that gift. But when you were saved, you received the Holy Ghost. Because see, he's not gonna. God's not gonna save us and then leave us to ourselves to try to to try to maintain our salvation. Amen. He makes it from the very beginning that we'll be able to maintain our salvation. So he gives us. So when we were when you were saved, you received the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, look, without the Holy Ghost power, we don't have the power to stand against the wicked one. It's to on two battlefronts. First, the one in your own lives, and secondly, as we intercede in both for those who cannot fight for themselves. We look, the Holy Ghost power allows us to deal with Satan. It allows us to stand against the wicked one on two battlefronts. Listen, you'll be dealing with you'll be dealing with your own life, and the enemy will be attacking you in your own life, and you're fighting that battle. A heated battle. Look, a heated battle. You'll be fighting that battle. He 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 wants to affect your mind. He wants to lie to you. He wants to trick you. He wants to pull you away from your walk with the Lord. He wants you to be unhappy. He wants you to be uh, um, um, discouraged and perplexed and in despair. Yeah. So you're fighting that personal battle, mm -hmm. and then in the in the process of doing that, then you have to fight. Then you have to intercede. How am I supposed to intercede with other people and help them fight their battles? Mm -hmm. But I'm having a hard enough time fighting mine. Say that, amen. How am I supposed? To, how am I supposed to get into combat? Hallelujah! How am I supposed to get into combat for my brothers and sisters in Christ? And, I, and I'm having a very hard time uh, being in combat myself. You know, he's buffeting me every day, every night, and I'm just oh, I'm just so sorrowful, and I'm just just you know, look, you just might say, well, pastor's real, but yes, it is. I'm whining and complaining. Look, somewhere down the line, you have to understand if you're gonna have to, if you're gonna have to fight two, if you have to fight two people, you better know how to do it. Yes. The Holy Ghost gives us the understanding, gives us the wisdom to be able to fight on two battlefronts. Yes. Hallelujah. He gives us the ability to be able to stand firm on the gospel of Jesus yes. Christ, deal with the enemy over here, know that the enemy over here is coming, and and know how to go between the two of them. Yes. But you can't do that in your flesh. No. You gotta do that. According to the Holy Ghost. Amen. And that's why God, Christ, sent us the Holy Ghost. Because he knew, y'all. Look, if Jesus Jesus Christ went through what he went through. Lied on. Cheated on. Abused. Went beyond recognition. Mm -hmm. Spat on. Cursed at. Hair pulled out of his face. Those thorns pressed on his head. Back went to the bones. It says the reality of the bones and his back were exposed. He was put up on a wooden cross, made to carry his own cross. He was beaten uh, while he was on the way to the cross. They set him up there, slammed those big old nails into his hands, into his feet, pierced him in his side, yes. mocked him to scorn. Yes. Nobody on this line has ever had to go through anything what Jesus Christ had to go through. Nobody. But Jesus Christ said, you know what? Because I know these people and I know that they they can only handle so much I'm going to send them the Holy Ghost yes. to be able to help them to deal with life as it comes at them. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Glory. And continue showing forth my glory. Y'all, we have all that we need. Yes. yes. Even in this coronavirus time, we have all that we need yes. to continue doing what God has called for us to do. And that's to be witnesses of his power. Yes. All right. He's a powerful God. Yes, he is. A great God. Yes. 
He's a God of supply. He's a God of war. Mm, yes. He's loving and kind and tender and gentle and long-suffering and, and meek. He's all those things, but he's a God of war. Yes. He's a God of wrath. He'll take the enemy down in, 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 in a hand stroke. Hallelujah. He'll, he'll take the enemy down with a word. Yes. Yeah. And see, this, we have to understand that the word of God that we have in our abideness and then the Holy Spirit that he sent us to help us to be enlightened by this word is what we need, y'all, to be able to fight a good fight. Yes. Amen. A good fight. Amen. You know, I, 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 I put it here, I liken this ability to fight by the power of the Holy Ghost to those men of renown that fought for and with King David in 1 Chronicles 12, 1 and 2. In 1 Chronicles 12, 1 and 2, the scripture says, Now these are they that came to David to Ziglag, while he yet kept himself close because of Saul, the son of Kish, and they were among the mighty men, helpers of the war. They were armed with bows, and listen to this, they could use both the right hand and the left hand in hurling stones and shooting arrows out of the boat. Yes. Even Saul's brethren Benjamin. So these 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 look these warriors, y'all, that fight that fought with King David, they were ambidextrous. They had the ability to use both hands. They weren't they weren't subjects to just having to fight one way, but they were able to, they were they were total fighters, y'all. They were total warriors. It says that it's very rare to have the quality of being ambidextrous. It is said that only one per one percent of people are truly ambidextrous. Yes. Listen to me. It's very rare for to find a people like we. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. The indwelling power from God that allows us, y'all, to be able to fight a fight. It's very rare that you find Christians because what the Word of God says, you know, Don Ron, the Word of God says in verse with, uh, um, seven, uh, Matthew 7 and 21, not everybody says, Lord, Lord is going to enter to the kingdom of heaven except for those that do the will of the Father. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of people out there that profess to be Christians, but they have no power. They they have a hard enough they, they, they have a hard enough time fighting with, with on, on one battle front but, but let alone two they can't do it all right because they don't have what it takes because in order for you to have that type of problem, you got to be filled you got to be filled only those who are saved have received the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit and of them not all will heed his not its the Holy Ghost is a person. Yes. The Word of God says in Ephesians, the what, uh, uh, the fourth chapter, verse thirty. Uh, Therefore, grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you have been sealed until the day of redemption. So the Holy Spirit, He's a person, and He can be grieved. Yes. He can be grieved when we defy Him. He can He, he can be grieved when we ignore Him, when we neglect His counsel. When we don't do the things that he whispers for us to do in the late night hour, in the early morning, and in the afternoon, he can be grieved. He can be grieved when we try to take things into our own hands. Yeah. Not all will heed his instruction and warnings as to be fit for the great commission, y'all. In order to be fit for the great commission, we have got to get to the point to where we do what the Holy Spirit says to do. Yes. In order for us to be able to do that thing, 
Even at our worst time, y'all, even when we're in our worst hour, we have to be willing to listen to the Holy Spirit as he tells us, hey, look, I know you're going through right now. I know it's hard, but you've been given a great commission. And the word of God says uh, uh, where much is given, much is required. You know, I mean, you know, you've been, we've been given much. There's a lot of, that's going to, it's going to require a lot of us that we, that we hang in there, that we, that, that, that we bear up, up under yes. this weight and that the, the gifts yes. and callings are without repentance. Yes. God's not going to tell us, look, I'm, oh, uh, I don't think you're ready to fight yet. So I'm going to take, I'm, I'm going to take you out of the great commission. No, when you got saved, when you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you became a soldier in the army of the Lord. Mm -hmm. It became your responsibility mm -hmm. To fight the good fight, it became the great the great commission became your responsibility. But listen to me, you'll go nowhere in the world that has an army where somebody's gonna be called the army and they're just gonna kick you out there. Okay, you're in the army now, so go fight. Where you're not gonna be trained, where you're not gonna be taught, where you're not gonna where you're not gonna be equipped with the with the weapons of your warfare. Hallelujah. And in our case, they're not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Nowhere you're going to go in any army where you're going to be left out just to go out there and, and just flail yourself around. Because you'll flail around one time and you'll get picked off. Yes. Pop Scott's been in battle. He knows how battle sounds like. He knows what battle smells like. He knows what battle looks like. He knows the fears of battle. He knows what it takes to, to be able to come out alive. Because look at him. He's, he's right here with us. He's alive. Yes. Those soldiers who have been in the warfare that came through, they came through because they paid attention yes. to the one that was given them the instruction. So for the saints of God, for us as Christians, the Holy Ghost, he becomes our great commander. Yes, he does. Glory. God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, God, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, they are one. Yes. And that's the command that we're under. Listen to me, y'all. That's the command that I'm under. That's the command that you as an individual are under. You know, we come together as a group, you know, and we, 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 we battle together because, because that's what you do. But what about the time if you get separated from the rest of the group? What about the time when you have to go somewhere else and you're all by yourself and the group is not there to help you? Can you fight yourself? Can you fight by yourself? You know, the Holy Ghost has nothing to do with calling. He said, if you're calling me, that I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you know not. All thing you have to do is call on him. Yes. If you find yourself out there, you know, uh, separated from the group because the enemy loves to separate us, you know, uh, divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. Yes. Yeah. But, if, but if even if he does divide you, he don't have to conquer you. Amen. Hallelujah. Look, this is the beauty. Yes. This is the beauty of being yes. saved and being filled with the Holy yes. Ghost because you don't have to be conquered. Amen. At no time. Do you have to be conquered? Amen. So, it is that rare soul. Listen to this, y'all. And, and this is, you know, the, on, on, on my podcast, I talk about the remnant Christian. And I know that some people have asked, well, what's a remnant Christian? You know, what, is a remnant, what, what is a remnant Christian? What, what is it? it is that rare sold out Christian that will take full advantage of this great gift of the Holy Ghost. It's that rare sold-out Christian. Yo, it's the one that will deny his own flesh. It's the one that if he has to, he will deny the, 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 the evil speaking of family, friends, and folk. Mm -hmm. It's that sold-out Christian that says, you know, I love these people. I, I want to love people the way God loves people. 
But in order for me to help them, I have to be prepared to fight a good fight. I have to be prepared to stand on the gospel. I cannot allow, you know, uh, my own selfish desires and motives to be uh, at the forefront of what I'm doing. It comes a time when we have to acknowledge God for who he is. And then pay attention to the Holy Spirit that he has sent us, the comforter. Yes. That he has given us that we can stand in a time such as this. The Holy Ghost seals us unto the day of redemption. Comforts us in times of sorrow. It lightens our understanding to the written word of God and relieves our fears. Amen. The Holy Ghost, you know, that's 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 what those are just some of the attributes of his mission. The Holy Ghost not only leads us in ministry, but in all aspects of our lives. Relationships. Business, child rearing, the gifts that we have been blessed with, you know, the music and things that we do and sports, you know, where we excel and education where we excel. All, all these things are touched by the Holy Ghost when we allow him to be a part of our total lives. The Holy Ghost is just not about speaking in tongues and shouting in the church and playing music in the church. The Holy Ghost is the power for life. Amen. The Holy Ghost is the power for living. The Holy Ghost is instruction. The Holy Ghost is, is strength. It's, it's, it's comfort. Yeah. He's Everything that he needs, everything that we need, he has the ability to give it to us because he wants to. Yes. But the thing is, will we pay attention? Will we listen? Some will only call on the Holy Ghost and then listen to him. When they feel he will serve their selfish motives. But know this, y'all. Mm -hmm. The Holy Ghost knows better. Amen. He knows, he knows when your motives are unpure. Yeah. He knows when you're when you're dealing with people and him out of selfish desires. You can't fool him. Because keep in mind, remember who he is. That's he's the spirit of God. Yeah. He look, he look, he's he, he's uh, uh, the third person of, 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 the, of, the, of the triune God, the, the truth. He's the third person. And they're all one. So when you think that you can call him just when you want to, oh, Holy Ghost, help me. Help me with my car. Oh, Holy Ghost, help me. And then any other time, you ain't paying no attention. You don't want to pray. You don't want to study the word of God. You don't want to discipline your, your children. You don't want to deal with your spouse. You don't want to do anything according to the way the Holy Ghost tells you to deal with them except for what you want. And that's how that's what people do. And that's how they lose their authority. That's how they lose their power because you get to the point to where he'll just back away from you and he'll tell, look, every time you want something just for your own something's good, you'll call on me. Yes. But any other time when I'm trying to tell you something, I'm trying to give you direction and instruction, you don't want to hear anything I gotta say. So when you mm -hmm. determine that you're not gonna be double-minded, mm -hmm. when you determine that you're not gonna be lukewarm, when you determine that you're going to go ahead and be a total Christian the way you, the way I have given you the power to do, then call on me. And if you call on me, I'll answer you and I'll show you great mighty things that you don't know. Things that you can't imagine. So we ought to thank God continually, y'all, for his powerful presence in our lives. Listen, the more time we spend in the word of God and in prayer, the greater we will recognize and realize, but especially recognize 
the Holy Ghost presence in our lives. You know, you've heard it said that I'm saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, how do you know that? How do you know that? How do you know that you're saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost? Is it just something that you heard people say at church? Is it just something that you think that you are because of the denomination that you're in? Is it just something that you want to believe because it sounds good to your ear? Or do you know it by knowledge? Because remember what, what God told Hosea to tell the people, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. He didn't say lack of speaking in tongues. He didn't say lack of prayer. He didn't say uh, lack of fellowship. He said my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And because you reject knowledge, he said I will also reject you that you cannot be a priest for me. You can't witness to me. You can't be a part of this great commission, this worldwide campaign. And because you turn your backs on my law, he said, I'm going to turn my back on your children. And if you don't rely on the Holy Ghost to help you raise your children up, discipline your children, and then you wonder why your children are so mean, they're so ugly, so evil, they stay in trouble all the time, they have no respect for you, no respect for authority, is because somewhere down the line, you have not listened to the Holy Ghost when he told you, do this with your child. Come on now. Listen to me up. We don't know when Christ is going to come back. No. We haven't got a clue when Christ is going to come back, but he's going to come back. Yes. <laughs> so why am I going to live my life all tied up, pent up, mm -hmm. sad? You know, if you lose your job and you just fall to pieces. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. You know, you just, you just flip out every time something happens. Oh, yes. no, I'm not going to do that because God is too great. Yes. In heaven, yeah. heaven is a place where I tend to be. And while I'm here... I'm going to have to go through these trials and these troubles today. I'm going to have to have you go through people lying on you and cheating on you. You go through all these things that take place. But in the midst of all that, the Holy Ghost power is upon you. And you can call on him. And he'll speak to your heart. And you'll find it. You'll just you'll feel yourself. You know, you'll go, thank you, God. Thank you, Holy. Thank you, Jesus, for strengthening me. Thank you, God, for, for preparing me for the battle that's ahead. Thank you, God, because, God, I still want to be able to witness for you while I'm yet going through. Yes. And I'm determined, I'm determined that I'm not going to allow the enemy to usurp his little puny power. Because he, to Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost, his power is puny. Yes. But to us by ourselves, we can't defeat him. Can't. Us by ourselves, he will destroy us. Yes. Take us out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Laugh at us, mock yeah. us, yeah. mock us to yeah. scorn, talk about us. Oh my God, lie on us, cheat on us. Everything that he can do to make us feel like we are. But I don't even know if I want to be a Christian anymore. Go ahead. Because this is too hard. No, it's not. If you're paying attention to the Holy Ghost, if you're listening to what he says, if you're feeling his presence in your life from the time that you wake up in the morning until the time that you lay, lay down at nighttime, if you feel the presence of the living God abiding in you, Dunamis, the breath, yes. the power, life, mm -hmm. sustaining power of God. Yes. Well, then your Holy Ghost, calm me down. Holy Spirit, calm me down. I'm dealing with some stuff now. It's, it's getting kind of rough here, God. Holy Ghost. And see, the thing is, y'all, you need to learn how to, to call on God. Yes. Learn how to call And if you don't know what to say, the word of God says that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost makes intercession for you. Hallelujah. Amen. That you know not. So while you're down there on your knees and you're weeping, snotting all over your bed and whatever you're doing because it done got too hard, know this, that the Holy Ghost knows exactly why you're down there. Yes, he Hallelujah. Does. He knows why you're down yes. there. He knows what to do, yes. how to do it. Yes. Yes. And he just wants you to know, hey, be of good cheer. Yes. You're not alone. You are not alone. Amen. 
You have God, He said that He would never leave us nor forsake us. Be with us even till the end of the age. He is faithful, Sister Davis. Yes, yes. Yeah. And we, but we got to know that He's faithful. And so, y'all, the the the, uh, the 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 coming of power, the power that we have, that the Lord Jesus Christ sent us, is the power that Jesus Christ would not have sent us. That that he would think is not good for us. He would not have sent the Holy Ghost if he didn't think the Holy Ghost could do be what we uh, supply our needs. Jesus Christ sent the Holy Ghost because he knew that that was the only thing, the only person that would could keep us yes. until his second coming. So Lord, you know, in, in, in closing, y'all, I don't know, I don't know uh, uh, when Christ is going to come back. Um, I don't know. The day nor the hour. I don't know if I'll die in my flesh before it comes back, or I don't know if I'll be in the grave a hundred years before it comes back. I don't know. But it doesn't matter about that because he's promised me. He said that if I put my faith in him, he said I'll be saved. Yes. He said if I I always ask the Lord, Holy Ghost, uh, Lord, give me a spirit of repentance. Yes. Mm. See, the, the, a spirit of repentance comes through the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. He will convict you of your sin. When you sin, and the Holy Ghost tells you, you know that one, right? Yes, he will. And, 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 and he tells you, you need, to, you need to confess your sin. You need to repent of that thing. If you just do what he tells you to do, listen to me. The Word of God says, that if you confess your sins, that God is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins mm -hmm. and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Yes. Amen. This washing, this cleansing comes through the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. He, he cleanses yeah. you from the inside out. Yes. And so if we do that, then y'all listen to me. It doesn't matter what it looks like out here today. It doesn't matter what your life looks like at this particular second. It doesn't matter what you what you think what's going to happen on tomorrow. And those things, y'all, let us just take those things and put them in the hands of God. Yes. And yes. let us just trust in the Lord. Lord, you know, you have made your abode in me. Because the scripture says that, that you know, the Holy Ghost will come and he will make his abode in you. He lives in you. These little tender, these little tender vessels. I don't care how much muscle you have and how big you are. You know, I don't care what your name is, how many people follow you. Those things don't matter because you're still, you're still a tender vessel. Mm -hmm. You know, great, great men have committed suicide. Great women have committed suicide. Uh, yes. You know, mm -hmm. uh, great men and women have fallen from grace. Great, yes. great men yes. and women have yes. have found out that they don't have to, that they 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 that they, they can't fight alone. They and they've come to find out they need Jesus Christ even the more. Yes. And the way that they find them is when they allow the Holy Spirit to tell you, look, son, look, daughter, this is how you find them. You do this. You you seek the Lord. When you get up in the morning, you seek the Lord. Before you go to bed at nighttime, you fast and you pray and, and you read the scripture. If you do the things that I'm telling you to do, this is the Holy Ghost speaking to you from the inside out, y'all. If you do the things that I tell you to do, that you will be just fine. So this great power that we have, y'all, in the Holy Spirit. In the Holy Ghost. Don't sell them short. Don Rodney said you're not going to put God in a box. We don't need to put God in a box. Don't sell them short. Know this, that the, the Word of God says, if you delight yourself also in Him, 
that he will give you the desires of your heart. And he can do them. He can do them. And Satan can't take them from you. Amen. Satan don't have that kind of power. No, so let's not let's let us no longer put any power in Satan's hands. Mm -hmm. But let us realize Amen. that God has put all his power in our hands. Amen. 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 If we do that, y'all, if we do that, we can live this life. And when this thing is all over and we come out on the other end, well, people are still trying to, oh, they're still wobbling and weaving from what they done been through. We're going to be walking through on firm foundation. Yes. Our footsteps mm -hmm. are going to be solid. We'll know what to look for. We'll know how to do things. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives liberally in a bread. If not, if we need, this, need, need wisdom, just seek the Lord. Yes. Amen. And y'all will be just fine. Praise the Lord and amen. I want to thank you once again for being with us as we were online in service for Sojourner Life Ministries during the coronavirus shut-in. Look forward to having you back with us again on our next podcast for Phoenix's Javelin. God bless you and good day.